Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Amen. Are you excited to be in church this morning? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I see people in different jerseys taking advantage to advertise their and campaign for their teams. Look at somebody waving Barcelona. Listen, we are in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time and wondering why we are all in these jerseys. Well, it's our month of evangelism. Amen. And yesterday, what we did was that we went to all the football parks in our areas and we went to witness to them about Jesus. Hallelujah. And in order for them not to have any excuse that they don't have anything to wear, we decided to wear the jerseys that they wear. Amen. So that they can also feel comfortable and be in our midst. Amen. So that's how come we are all in Jesse's, different uh, Jesse's that you can see. Amen. I just want to quickly um, uh, give us this information. This Friday, there's going to be a special conference uh, for all business people and professionals with Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Amen. The theme is learning about business by learning about ministry. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's going to be a very, very powerful time. Uh, registration is $100 uh, or uh, 400 Ghana cities, something in that range. So uh, we'll have a short meeting with all business people, professionals, right after the service uh, in the Adelaide Chapel. Just a short meeting. So please make sure that you're there and let's meet together for just about five minutes. Amen. And then also, Bishop traveled uh, in the past few weeks, had camps all over in Europe, in uh, um, the Caribbean, and uh, also in, I believe, um, or somewhere else. Uh, okay. All right. In Germany, in, um, also at the First Love Church, that's why. So uh, all those camps are available, obligations, church must send or it will end. Attempt great things for God. Expect great things from the Lord. All these camps are available for five Ghana cities each. So, hallelujah. Get a copy and soak them in. You'll be blessed. And then finally, the singles meeting this afternoon. It has been announced, but I want to say it again. Listen, if you have a beloved, don't come for that meeting. We want people who don't have any beloved to come for that meeting. Between 25 and, you know, 45. You know, somebody met me, so can't you raise it up a bit? I said, okay, 45, 45, 45. Okay, so 25 to 45. Make sure that you're part of it. It's going to be a blessed time. Lift up your hand to the Lord and ask God to speak to you this morning. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Pray that God will touch you this morning. A word is enough. A word is enough. Without Him, we can do nothing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Love unfailing, overflowing my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Mm. Overfilling my heart. You take me in. 
finding peace again. There is lost in all you are. Now give the world to tell your story. And I will give the world to tell your story. Cause I know that you've called me. I know that you've called me. Myself for good within your promise. I won't hide it. I won't hide it. Jesus, I believe in you, and I will go to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. of the earth. So let the world know that you are God. You are the Savior of the world. This morning we ask that your presence will be with us. Let your will be done. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for still calling many more to join in the work. We pray that by the end of the service may many more be called in to join in the service of the kingdom. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. you. May be seated. What's that noise? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, this morning we're continuing um, teaching from this book, Many Are Called. Hallelujah. How many of us have the book? Can you wave it? You have it. Let me see. Wow. Okay. On my left hand side, I don't see many people with a book. Okay. All right. This side, nobody has the book. All right. All right. All right. All right. But how many don't have it yet? You still don't have it. Let me see by wave of hand. You still don't have it. Hey, what's the reason? No money. Eh? Is that Sister Vic I'm seeing over there? Or she's not the one? Okay. You don't have it. Let me see. Hey! So many people. So how many are ready to buy it now? We have it now. You can buy 15 Ghana cities. Okay. Ashes, can we, can we give out the books? 15 Ghana cities. Uh, give out the books quickly. Where are the books? Hey. Right. Okay. So, it looks like they are now going to get it. Forgive. Alright. So, uh, we will let you have it as soon as they bring the books. But please turn with me to Matthew chapter 22. I will preach by the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 22. Okay. So for this month of evangelism, this is the book that we're using. And um, it's our feeding 527, 1 Thessalonians 527. Paul said, I adjure you that you read this epistle to the church. Hallelujah. So it's a charge that was given for the letters to be read in the church. And um, we also have our father, our bishop, who has written... Letters in the form of books. Hallelujah. 
And so we are reading them to the church. Matthew chapter 22, I'm reading from verse 1. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parable, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. And they would not come. Or another version says that they were unwilling. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his farm, and another to his merchandise. Last week I told you that if you go to your farm, your business, make no mistake, it is not the call of God. Sometimes we feel that when I go to the bank and I'm working there, that's the call of God. From this scripture, it shows that you are not really answering the call of God. Because they went back to their business. And the remnant took a servant and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready. But they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was finished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which not, had not a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king unto the servant, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 14. For many are called, but a few are chosen. Amen. Well, this morning I'm preaching from chapter 5 of the book, what it means to be called. What it means to be called. Hallelujah. Well, we understand from this passage of scripture that many people are called, but just a few are chosen. And we saw how the man invited many people to the wedding but they were not willing to come. The truth of the matter is that it's not that God is not calling, but it's that people are not responding. That's what it is. Just last week we had a crusade and we went out there to invite many people to the crusade. Many were invited, but just a few responded. And that's how it is. Many times God is calling people to come, but just a few respond. And sometimes the reason is also because we don't know why we are being called. But from this passage, the Bible makes us understand that you are being called to a feast, a wedding, a party, a celebration. It's not to burden you, but it's rather to make you enjoy something good. The Bible says that Jesus said that the thief comes but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I am come that you might have life. And have it more abundantly. Then he also said in Revelation 3.20. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. What am I coming to do? He said, I'm coming in to sup with him. I'm coming to have a nice time with you. I'm coming to have dinner with you. Hallelujah. But many times our hearts are closed. And God cannot come in. But I pray that after this season, we'll open up to the call of God. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that they made light of it. They didn't want to come. And they went to their merchandise. They went to their business. They said, oh, we don't have time for such things. And they went away. But the Bible says that he did not give up. He still went out to call more people to come in. Hallelujah. And that's how come you and I are here today. What a shock. I tell you. It's a privilege that we need to understand that we have, amen, that we have been called and invited to be a part of this celebration. Hallelujah. 
And the Bible says that somebody found himself at the place, not properly dressed. I mean, if you're going for a wedding, you need to dress well. You see, but he couldn't believe it. He thought that, oh, once everybody is being called, I can still just come in anyhow. Yes, everybody is being called. But when we come in, we're expected now to begin to behave well. And so as you have come in, the things of God, the word of God, you must begin to apply to your life. So that one day when you arrive, the master will not say to you, hey, I don't know you. Your life was not pleasing to me. No. Once you have come in now, there are more things to do so that your life will be pleasing to him. Amen. So this morning, we want to understand what it means to be called. Because last week we said that so many people are called, people who were um, not worthy, they felt they were not worthy, people who were fearful, people who were what? Failures. They had failed in things that they were doing. And then people who were what? Rejected. And I was asking whether you have been rejected before. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, yeah. A certain sister rejected me. <laughs> so you understand. But God likes such people. You have been rejected. You feel unworthy. Maybe your life is not a certain way. Yeah. Maybe you have committed abortion before. Not once, not twice. Eesh. But God said, I still like you. Hallelujah. Maybe you are saying, like Moses, I'm not eloquent. I can't talk. I don't know how to speak. But God still likes you. When Moses couldn't speak, he gave him an Aaron. When you can't speak, God will give you somebody who can speak for you. Hallelujah. People who didn't have miracle power. God said, I still like you. You'll be surprised that you are the one that God is using. Yeah. I was there when, in the, as a church, we used to just have teachings, teachings, teachings. And that was it. But I've also been there when I've seen the miracle power that has come into the church. And every time we come into the presence of God, miracles are flowing. Hey, may you receive a miracle in the name of Jesus. So, what does it mean to be called? It's so important for us to understand it. I think that the reason why people don't respond is because we don't understand why we have been called. So, what does it mean to be called? Hallelujah. Number one, it means to be summoned distinctly. Summoned. Summoned. Some years back, they will tell you that the, 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 the Tankasi people, Tankasi, Tankasi, or Asama, Sama, or Asamabu. But the word is salmon. Salmon will be summoned. Uh, you say, uh, you told it was uh, a lot of people there. In town council, they will say tankas, 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 but summerable. <laughs> to be summoned, it means to be called. So to be called by God means to be identified, called out by name. And selected by God. One of the things that will amaze you is that God knows your name. Oh, are you excited about that? Hallelujah. God knows your name. And when he's calling you, he doesn't just call you, hey. Or whatever you, you who are him? <laughs> Kofi Mami or something. You are not one of the people when it comes to God. God calls you by name. Hallelujah. Yes. He knows your name. The name that you have been given by your father. God knows about it. Oh yeah. So when the Bible says that whoever's name is not written in the book of life. Your name as you are called is what is written in the book of life. When you become born again. Yeah. He knows you by name. Isaiah 43, verse 1. The Bible says that. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. Do you have it? It says that. But now that saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, 
and I have called thee by thy name. I called you by your name. I didn't just call you. I really wanted to be sure that you are the one. By the name that you have been given. As soon as you are born and they give you your name, it is recorded in heaven. So like as our brother gave the child's name today, Gabriel, that name is recorded in heaven. Wow. So God knows you. And that was why Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus almost fell from the tree when Jesus said, Zacchaeus, he said, hey, how do you know my name? Do you know my name? Asuma, he knows my name. I came to announce you that Jesus knows you by name. And when he's calling, he's calling you by name. You are not part of a whatever. He calls you as a person. In fact, when you read, G, uh, Bishop gives um, different definitions of a call. And he said that the English dictionary defines the word call as an act in which someone is summoned distinctly. Then he said, it means to be named, number one, to be described, number two, to be identified, number three, and to be labeled by God. There is no way they can miss you. Because if they miss you by name, so I was just thinking about it, that okay, when I say John, how many Johns are here? Can I just see? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Eight. Now, it will be very difficult <laughs> to know which John we are referring to. Isn't it? So, God doesn't stay there. The Bible says that He also describes you. So the John who is uh, tall, who has what? He's a bit fair. And then what? He has a round face. He has a mustache. You know? So now you are being described. But even that one, we may easily have some people like that. So now it goes further to say, and then you are identified. So, an identity is something that is unique with you. So, maybe like your thumbprint or your, or what, what are the other things that are unique? Your eye, iris, all these things. So, now God doesn't stay there. He goes further. Your dental formula too. Yeah. Yeah. So, they use all that. So, when God is calling you, he goes through all these processes. If even that one to is then now he's looking for a label. <laughs> now you have been labeled. Oh, there is no way God can make a mistake. There is no way your life is a mistake. As you are seated here today, God did not make a mistake at all. He intended that you be here. He wanted you to be here today. And that is why you are here. And that is why this is a great privilege. I don't know why you are not excited about it. Hey! Because even if you are identical twins, the label that is on you is unique. Because you have been labeled at a penny, at a kakra. There is something that will separate the two of you. And so if one of them is saved and the other is not saved, it's not by mistake. God ordained that that one will be saved. That is why I, I just enjoy. I feel so special that of the many people in this world, God chose me and He saved me and He brought me to His house. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. 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 What a God. As you are walking and somebody meets you and calls you, I invite you to church. It's not a mistake. Oh. God wanted you to be here. And as you are even here, He calls you out again for other things that He wants to do in your life.
In the Hebrew, the word call is the word kara, which means to call out, to properly address by name. Hey, those that are bidden and called for. To be called also means to cry unto someone or to make him famous. So God is crying out to you, John, John, John. But many cannot even hear and will not even respond. The call is not just, you know sometimes you are calling somebody, it's as if you are not calling the person. But God wants you to know that he's calling. He's crying out, John, John, John. That is how special and that's how important you are to God. And he's calling you out from the people. Come, come. And, and he says that to make you famous. Hey, special. you are going to be made famous. Oh, I see you becoming the next famous person. Oh, I said, you are going to be the next famous person in town. You mark it on the wall somewhere. As you take up the work of God to do it, you'll be surprised how you'll be famous. Last week we were at a crusade, and uh, the people had a banner without my picture on it. It was there. So, I was there and my name was on it. There's a gentleman after the crusade, he came to shake my hand. He said, hey, I remember you. I said, me, from where? He said, from Joy FM. I said, wow. What a shock. I left Joy FM 1998. Long time ago, almost 20 years. I mean, I was surprised. But I just realized that, listen, when I just responded to the call of God to just do something, he was making me famous. I didn't even know. And look at me, almost 20 years later, people say, I remember you. You shall be remembered one of these days. Oh, only five people received this one. I said, in the 50 years to come, people will still remember you. You will be very famous. If you believe me, shout, yes! Hey! I have been made famous. God is making you famous, but you are arguing. You don't want to come. What a shock. Mercy. In the Greek, it means the word is the word kletos, which means to be invited or appointed. Yeah, last week I was telling you about some people who were not invited to a certain reception. You see, even the people who are at the reception, they didn't even see how important the reception was. They were just there. But when they saw people who had arrived and said that, listen, we have to be at this reception. It's a very important thing to us. Whatever it takes. He said, food, if it's food, no problem. We will bring our food. But we have to be at this reception. These are people who see the importance of being a part of this thing. If you don't see the importance of serving God, the importance of coming to the house of God, the importance of being with God, you will not see this thing as very important. The call of God. No. No. But these people saw it as very important. They said, what? That's a great thing. To be invited. You see, when we arrive in heaven one day, that is when all these things will really begin to dawn on people. Oh, that, hey, I was invited to something. Because see, the people in hell, especially the people in the part of hell who did not believe this thing at all, that's the place where the, the crying is loudest. Because it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was true. It was true. It was true. Yes. Ah! 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 People are screaming in hell. When they arrive, they realize, wow, this invitation. Ah. Oh, may we not wait till we get to hell. Before we say, ah, I should have been there. Oh. But God is calling you by name today. Sometimes you may not hear something audibly. But it's a sudden stirring in your spirit. All of a sudden you feel like I have to be in church. All of a sudden you feel like I need to get close to God. 
That's the call. That's it. Respond. Just respond. Respond. And he said to Zacchaeus, make haste, come down. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here am I. See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hen, of the tribe of Judah. Exodus 31, verse 2. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. What is your answer? As the Lord is calling. Number two. We're just about to close. To be called means to receive special mercy. Oh, yeah. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. The Bible says that, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we, fail, we faint not. Somebody say mercy. It's a special mercy that God has given to us. Bishop says here, to receive mercy is to experience the compassion or forbearance that is shown to an offender or an enemy. God calling you means that he's been lenient with you and is having pity on you. After salvation, the call of God to you is his highest act of forgiveness, kindness, and clemency. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, reading down to verse 17, it's, it's, it's one of the scriptures that blesses me. Paul says something, he said, I thank Christ Jesus who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Wow. Verse 13 says that, who was before a blasphemer, a persecutor, and injurious, but I obtained mercy. Because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Yeah. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 14, 15. It said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. I am chief. Then he said, how be for this cause I obtained mercy. Again, it's a special mercy. It's not an ordinary mercy. A special one that God is granting to you. You don't qualify. You don't. I mean, you are, you are, you don't qualify. But God has included you. Oh, I said God has included you. When men excluded you, God included you. Oh yeah. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. Be honor and glory forever and ever. But when you read the message Bible, you see, Give me the message Bible. I like the way he puts it. It says that, verse, verse 12, he said, I'm so grateful to Christ Jesus for making me adequate to do this work. He went out on a limb, you know, entrusting me with this ministry. <laughs> the only credentials I brought to it were, what? Invective and witch hands and arrogance. But I was treated mercifully. Oh. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know who I was doing it against. Then he said, Grace mixed with faith and love poured over me and into me. Oh, I see you receiving it. Hallelujah. It's so nice. All because of Jesus. Verse 50 says that, here is a word you can take to heart and depend on it. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. He said, I am proof. Public sinner number one. <laughs> look at the next person sitting by you. He said, look at you. Public sinner number one. Public enemy number one. But you have been shown mercy. I say you have been shown mercy. You have been shown mercy. It's a special mercy. Public sinner number one. Not number two, prayer number one. Oh, I need to close. 
The Hebrew word for mercy is chesed. Chesed. Mm. Which refers to God showing you kindness, favor, a good deed, loving, loving kindness, and bestowing pity on you. Indeed, for God to have called you, He has shown you mercy to your He has shown mercy to your pitiful state. You know that the person that comes to mind is a man called Mephibosheth. In Second Samuel chapter nine, I mean, this guy, there was no way he could be qualified to come near the king. But one day the Bible says that the king said, "Is there not yet anyone that I can show the kindness of God to?" Today, may the Lord show kindness to somebody. Then the Bible says in verse 3, they said, oh, there is yet the, the son of Jonathan, Mephibosheth. He is there. Then the king gave a command. He said, go and fetch him. Fetch him. That, the guy was lame at both feet. There was no way he could go. He said, go and fetch him. That's who he was. Fetch him and bring him. And they went. The Bible says that he was at a place called Makeh in Lodiba. Makeh means to be sold. Lodiba is a place of no fruitfulness. This was where Mephibosheth was. But the King David sent somebody to go and fetch him from that place. Oh, some of you were sold into sin. You were sold into fornication. You were sold into prostitution. You were sold into many things. But the Lord sent his servant to come to you where you were and to fetch you from the place. That is the call of God. Is the call of God. And then when he came, the man came and he said, your servant is here, sir. He said, yes, you are going to sit at my table. Then the guy said, who am I, a dead dog like me, that you have chosen me to come? He said, yeah, I brought you up. And he said, you shall sit at my table continually. You will sit at my table with my children. And the Bible says that he sat at the table with the children of David and he was lame in both feet. But he sat at the table. We are all seated here. People are lame in the feet. People have issues. People are fornicators. People are, are abortionists and other things. But the tablecloth is covering our legs. And we are all seated at the table. Nobody can see where you have come from. What you have been through. What you used to do. But the Lord has put you at the table. And he has used the tablecloth to cover your feet. And nobody can see it. Oh, what mercy is this? What blessing is this? God has shown me mercy. Oh, if you believe you put your hands together for Jesus. Mercy. Special mercy. Special mercy. The Greek word for mercy is elio, which means to be compassionate by word or deed. This kind of mercy is something that is received by special divine grace. Oh, time will not permit me. But to be called means to be appointed for a special purpose. That you have been appointed for a special... That there were other people, but you, they said you. You, you, you. One of our pastors was telling us how he used to travel on the Sugakope Road. And he, there was a place they were selling pots. And nobody was buying the pots. It's there. Sunshine, rain. On the pots is there. And he said one day he went there to buy one of the pots. And he asked him which one. And he looked through, he looked through, he looked through. He said, this one. And he took the thing and he took it to his office. And the thing was sitting in his office. And when people come, they say, hey, where did you get this pot? It's nice. Where did you get this pot? Then the Lord spoke to him and said, listen, that pot, if you had not chosen that pot... You have not appointed that pot. It will still be there in the rain, in the sunshine, all the things. But it's because you have chosen it and you have brought it to your office. Now the pot has become special. Listen to me. God pointed you out. He said, I like this very one. And he took you from where you were, from your family, from your hometown, from wherever you were. Brought you to his house. He has made you special. Look at you today. You are looking very good. It's the mercy of God. God has shown me mercy. Somebody shout, yes! 
separated for God's purposes. That's what the calling of God is. It means to be sent out properly. That He sent you out. God has called you. Some people never do well until they are sent out. All of a sudden, they have become important. And when you are sent out, you have the backing of the person who sent you. I have the backing of Bishop Daggy Ward Mills. Because he sent me to preach the word. Wow. Let me give you one more. To be sent or to be called means to receive grace from God. Oh, what a grace. It's the grace of God. The Bible says in Titus 2 verse 11, it says that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. That grace is God's unmerited favor. It gives us salvation. When God calls you, He shows you even more kindness and clemency. That is over and above. Unmerited favor. Hey, the Hebrew word for grace is chen, which means graciousness, kindness, receiving favor, or becoming precious. Oh, how many are excited that God is making you precious? I'm excited. And the Greek word for grace is charis. Charis, which speaks of divine influence upon the heart. And this grace will only stir up gratitude that motivates you. Anybody who understands this grace, the only thing that comes out of them is gratitude. In fact, grace and gratitude always go together. That is why when you go to the South, South American countries, they use the same word for grace and for thanksgiving. Gracias. is the same thing. Gracias. To say thank you. Anybody who appreciates grace always says thank you. That is why I like that song, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Oh. You don't know me, that's why you're looking at me like that. One woman was in church singing with her son as they were singing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I was, was lost, but now I'm found, was looked at the mother and said, Mother, what's a wretch? I said, Mama, are you a wretch? Because he didn't even know what a wretch was. But a wretch is somebody useless. I mean, good for nothing. But amazing grace found you. It was grace that stand to your feet. My heart to
and multiple grace is charismata. And what God does is that He gives you multiple grace. He saves you by grace. And then when you come to serve Him, He gives you grace to continue serving Him till the day when He takes you up home to heaven. The same grace will keep you. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He didn't know what to do. He cried to God, but God said, my grace is sufficient for you. I came to announce to somebody, don't be afraid. You don't know how you're going to make it. The grace of God will see you through. I see God's grace helping you. You will go through to the very end. You will make it to heaven in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God. 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 Thank Him for the grace. Thank Him for His grace right now. Thank Him for calling you. Thank Him for showing you mercy. In the name of Jesus. Special mercy. Special mercy. Thank Him for calling you by name. Calling you by name. Distinctly. He called you. He identified you. He labeled you. He described you. That is why you are here today. Angels came to fetch you from wherever you were. They were not making a mistake. You were described and he called you out. Oh, how special you are to God. How special you are to God. This morning you are still special to him. And he's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. If only you will respond. If only you will respond. Oh, praise God, praise God. Lift up your hand. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, just wait to the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh yes, what an amazing grace. This morning, that same grace is available. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Maybe somebody, some people came, yesterday some people came to where you were playing football. And they invited you. Maybe somebody called you and said, come to church. This morning, the same grace that brought us here, that same grace is being stretched out to you. If you are out there, you know you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to enjoy this grace. I want to enjoy this mercy. Today, if you are here like that, Jesus is calling you. If you want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, wherever you are, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right where you are. God bless you. Thank you for the way you just shut your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up. Up above your head. Oh, I see many hands lifted. Oh, the grace of God has found you. The grace of God has located you. Hallelujah. Can you do one more thing for me? Move out of your seat and come to the frontier. Ashes, help them to come. Come all the way. Keep coming. Sing grace. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Oh, clap for them. So many people are coming to Jesus. Come all the way from the back. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Yes. Yes. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Enemies are coming. Come all the way. We are waiting for you. Oh, keep clapping for them. Come, my brother. Come, my sister. Come. Jesus is waiting for you. Come and enjoy all this grace. Come quickly. It's a special mercy. A special mercy. Clap for them. They are coming. They are coming to Jesus. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, the angels are rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. Join the angels. Join the angels. Come on, shout. Hallelujah. God bless you all for taking this decision to give your life to Jesus. Just lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender. We're going to pray. And repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for your special grace and your special mercy that has found me. Today, I open my heart to you. Please come into my heart and make me a new person. Write my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.